Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at positivelyproductive.com resources. Productivity is not something you strive for on principle. You're not trying to be productive for productivity's sake, but for your sake, to support the life you want to live. It's a means not to an end, but to every beginning, every season of your life, every passion you want to pursue. Productivity connects directly to how you're living your life. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so grateful you joined me today because it's time to dig into a popular topic that's totally my jam, productivity. As a productivity strategist, it's what I'm all about, but perhaps not in the way you think. So stay with me for a conversation about productivity that will be much different and much deeper than others you've heard. Being productive is incredibly important for us to achieve our goals, which is why I focus on it. But there's more to it than most resources and experts would have you believe. Just as our external space affects and reflects our internal space, especially when it comes to clutter, so too our productivity both affects and is affected by who we are and how we live. As a nod to Inigo Montoyo, before I keep using this word, let's take a step back and make sure we're on the same page and are using a consistent definition for productivity. Then we'll explore what drives us to be productive and what it really means for us. Productivity is defined as the power of producing, being creative, abundance, causing or bringing about something. I've always loved how most of those words express more than just achievement or doing. They speak to fulfillment and purpose. You see where I'm going with this? Everyone wants to be productive. I know I do, so I'm with you on this journey. I named my business Positively Productive to express what we're trying to achieve when decluttering and organizing our lives. It's an important result to be sure, but it's not actually our end game. Productivity is not something you strive for on principle. You're not trying to be productive for productivity's sake, but for your sake, to support the life you want to live. It's a means not to an end, but to every beginning, every season of your life, every passion you want to pursue. And it's why I named the podcast Positively Living instead of my business name, Positively Productive. Productivity connects directly to how you're living your life. Speaking of the podcast, here we are at episode 170, which boggles my mind. And we've covered 
practical and functional topics related to simplicity and systems, wellness topics like self-care and stress management, critical life topics like trauma, grief, and caregiving, and self-awareness topics, including my favorite, being a multi-passionate. We've talked to tons of guests who've shared their personal stories and unique perspectives. I've shared many solo episodes on these topics and coached a number of clients on the podcast, allowing the listener to be a fly on the wall of an actual coaching session with me. You can find those as you scroll through episodes by searching for keywords strategy call in brackets at the beginning of the episode title, or you can go to the podcast page of the website, positivelyproductive.com slash podcast and type in those keywords into the search bar. A common thread throughout each episode here is how the topic connects to being productive. Sometimes it's quite direct, like creating a specific system, and sometimes it's in an unexpected way, like living a trauma-informed life. Everything's connected, and in those conversations, I've done my best not only to highlight the how, but also keep us reaching for the why, going back to the why, why these things affect productivity, why we want to be productive, and what it really means for us. Understanding the whole point of productivity is so important to me that I covered it in my very first episode. It's called The Deeper Purpose of Productivity, and I urged us to ask why back then, and I had some ideas that still stand, but I thought it was time to bring this topic back around to the forefront. And if you've been with me since the beginning, I think you'll appreciate this review. And if you're new here, you picked a great time to join in because this is the best place to start. Not only has the focus of productivity been far too much on the how and far too little in the why, the whole point of it seems to be skewed. Productivity resources traditionally claim that being productive will help you do more, right? That's the phrase all the time. Get more done. Achieve more. Well, I'd ask you more of what? My business mantra is do less, live more, breathe easier. So I have to somewhat respectfully disagree here. Too often when we focus on doing more, it leads to being busy rather than productive. And that leads to burnout. Doing more is an archaic definition that goes back to the Industrial Revolution. The goal back then was to find ways to create more of the same thing in the same amount of time in factories, reduce overhead by being faster, boost profits by having more to sell. But now we live in an information age where we're trying to apply that same tactic to our lives, including our personal lives. Machines have taken over factories, and yet we're trying to apply the same production principles to humans. We're not machines. For a time, we thought it was working. But I tell you, there are cracks in the foundation of this idea, and I am standing here with a sledgehammer ready to take it down. When we keep the tradition alive of doing more without considering what that means, what it's doing to us, We are contributing to hustle culture. And when we do that, I truly believe burnout comes next. I go deeper into this connection in episode 61, Freedom from the Hustle, which I encourage you to queue up after this. For me, being productive 
means opening up space in my life for what matters. I learned firsthand just how critical this is when I was a caregiver for my mother. While I started out focused on efficiency, which is very much a connection to being productive, that time with her helped me discover a much bigger and better reason for being productive and a way to redefine how I approach it. I share my full story of caregiving in episode 34, but I'll give you a quick summary here. For nearly five years, I was a primary caregiver to my mother. A challenging situation under any circumstances, my time with her was compounded by the aggressive and unforgiving disease of Alzheimer's and two pregnancies, which thankfully gave me two healthy children. I was also running a business with my husband as well as freelancing. So I was a wife, mom, and business owner, an unusual sandwich caregiver caught between parent and very young children with no discernible room left for me. Life was like one of those really horrible games of Tetris, continually gaining speed while I frantically scrambled to put things in their place. I took over as the family matriarch because my father was gone, handling my mom's health, financial, and social needs along with my own and my family's. I made appointments, shopped, cooked, cleaned, and basically kept our family going. Sleep was limited, my health absolutely suffered, and I experienced the debilitating strain of mental load and physical exhaustion this entire time. For years, I lived in this survival mode and faced each day the best I possibly could, and the experience affected me profoundly. Interestingly, I am more compassionate and patient now than I ever thought I could be, and I do see the world so differently now. At that time, being productive was necessary for survival, as was letting go of expectations. I planned ahead each week, scheduled everything, tracked my life through multiple notebooks. Lists were my life, and they still are. I embraced shortcuts and used words like easy, simple, and fast in my searches for every task possible. I became an unapologetic shortcut aficionado because I needed to be that way, but I still choose the simpler options now, to this day, for different reasons. Once my caregiving days were done, survival mode had lifted, I realized I had a second chance to design my life instead of letting it be by default. And I saw how many productivity principles could help me do that. I can see clearly how productivity practices not only helped me survive, but they were the key to helping me thrive. What I learned during that time was that I had decisions to make. When you're forced to let go of things, you have an opportunity to identify what wasn't necessary in the first place that you really thought was. That's what I talk about all the time with decluttering and, you know, creating your filters and understanding what belongs in your life and in your space. As you rebuild your life, you get to decide what you allow in and what you don't. Simplifying was my number one goal and it still is. I aggressively decluttered my personal space and schedule and explored ways I could get things done with not only less effort, but more value. I had been forced to minimize my calendar while caregiving, and now I do so voluntarily, any chance I get. It's instinctual for us to fill up an opening or, or feel obligated or compelled 
to create space for others, but my intentional choice not to has given me space I didn't know I needed, space that's allowed me to breathe and helped me heal, which I'm still doing years later. We cannot discount how long it takes us to heal. Walking my own productivity talk has helped me get through some tremendously difficult times with far less stress and impact than you might expect. Our family was hit hard financially after caregiving, and things got far worse when my husband lost his job. We then made the really difficult decision to move across the state, downsizing by over 60%, and we started over in a new community. I did so in I think it was two moving vans, the smallest storage unit possible, and without any changes to my business other than to shift a couple of in-person clients to Zoom. We then went through a pandemic shortly after our move, followed by some major health scares for a few of our family members, and then multiple family deaths. We have grieved so much We've also experienced incredible joy and designed and built a place for our family to live and create musically and artistically. We play in a band together with friends, and I've been able to be fully present for my children in so many different ways, especially in their art and music endeavors, which have helped them heal. Every day we experience reminders of what's truly important and I'm grateful for the space and flexibility in my schedule, the batch processing that I've done, the systems I have in place. All of these things give me the space to create and to heal. Being truly productive, not busy, productive, allows you to be proactive instead of reactive. It gives you the opportunity to choose things that are critical to your happiness and well-being, what you want to be, to do, and to have. And then it gives you the space to go after those things and a fighting chance to actually get them. Productivity is not about doing more. It's a means to living more. I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes about productivity from Franz Kafka that I've had on my website for years. Productivity is being able to do the things that you were never able to do before. So I ask you this, what's something you've never been able to do before? What's something that is in your heart, in your soul, has been a dream of yours, or simply something that you truly need and desire that you haven't found the time for or allowed the space for? I'd love for you to message me. And you can do so on the Connect page of my website. And let me know what those things are and what being productive really means to and for you. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.